premise. <laughs> I was going to actually talk about this previously. Was uh, previously previously on Peter talks about shit in my face. Uh, previously in, in my, my face. face. Yes, that's <laughs> that's what it should be called. <laughs> I well, it's like two months ago. I got banged in the head in judo, and honestly, it wasn't that bad, is what I thought. And then I went home and I put ice on it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get a black eye. It's fine. I've had those like a million times. Mm, then it went, it went on and on and on. It did not stop. I was like, okay, this is worse. It's not turning black was actually my biggest concern because it's not turning black, which made me think is like something more. So then I went to the eye doctor, and the eye doctor said, your left eye the the pressure is at five, which is good. That's normal. So normal is apparently between zero and ten. Your right eye, I forget the exact. I wrote down the number. It was like a hundred and fifty six. <laughs> it was hundreds of times more than what it was pressure. supposed to be. Your pressure. your your left eye. Your wait, which one? Right. My eye. right eye got hit. My right. The, it was yeah. my right temple got hit. Um, so well, your right eye was at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. Yeah. So it, it turns out the muscles inside were so swollen, it was squishing my eye and it changed basically my prescription. Mm. And this, this is where the, the sort of the premise came from is, so then I had to go on, I had to go on steroids and, and drops and stuff and all this other stuff. And it, about two weeks later, it was fine. The next yeah, day. Decompression chamber. Did your eye get the bends? I've, I've done a decompression chamber. Really? Yeah. My university had one and uh, you go into them for sports injuries. So my university oh. was one of the biggest in Canada. <laughs> Tangent immediately. It was one of the biggest in Canada. <laughs> and so it had like a full football team, full basketball team. The judo team was nothing. It's like a side project. That, yeah. That we had a teacher. So they made a judo club. Um, but all these facilities existed. So because we were official sports team of the university, we did get access. We just got shitty access. So it was like yeah. at three o'clock in the morning, if you'd like to use the decompression <laughs> chamber, you can. For 10 minutes. No, no. That's but it. I mean, I was <laughs> then like. Then someone else needs it. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then someone who's good needs it. Um, <laughs> someone who's important to us. <laughs> so, like a member of the football team needs it. So, you know, you have to get out. But yeah. I did. Yeah, I did it in university. Just said it didn't. It wasn't that bad. Like I thought it would be like feel different you just kind of sit there oh i didn't i didn't understand what was going on maybe maybe they yeah. maybe they didn't turn it on <laughs> they didn't even turn it on it was just it's the psychological uh, placebo it's placebo effect <laughs> like this dumb shit he does judo he's not gonna know that yeah he's been banged in the head enough actually you think they do that with the football guys too yeah no no the, the fo- a lot of the stuff was for the football team our football yeah team but they've been cool. banged in the head a lot, a lot probably more than you oh yeah i'm sure because they do it on purpose yeah, I've been they, they the push their head yeah. forwards into people. Yeah. It's never been on purpose. So, um, but then I, after this sort of eye adventure, I was thinking like, <laughs> why me, myself and I adventure? Why didn't this hurt more? Why didn't this like affect me more? I, I realized like uh, it went back to two years ago when I was in the hospital and they did that scan where they put the radiation thing in my body and scanned all my inflammation and scar tissue. And the guy who ran that machine thought it was broken. And no, the machine was broken. Yeah, yeah. So they put me <laughs> in the machine and he was yeah. very proud. This this Japanese dude was super proud of this machine because he was clearly the only guy who can use it. And uh-huh. he's like, he's like, king of my little castle. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is my domain. You know, he, he clearly was in charge. 
And then he turned on the machine and he walked out of the room and he walked back in with this very concerned look on his face and he started doing adjustments on the machine. He walked out... Mumbling to himself, why isn't this guy dead? Yeah, like, wait, it, on, honestly, is not too far zombie? off. Zombie? <laughs> and then he came, he went out and he came back in two times. And then he just went out and never came back. And then I was in the bed in the hospital waiting for results. And the doctor came in and just looked at me like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? So basically my entire spine, my hips, my neck, uh, any joint had scar yeah. tissue from 30 plus years of judo. And so I realized like all that is cumulative pain mm. tolerance, which is why probably I got smacked in the head. It probably hurt a lot, but I'm just so used to pain. Yeah. It, uh, it, it didn't bother me, which is why I didn't go to the doctor for like two weeks. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting as a concept, as an idea, because it's, it's like we consider pain tolerance good, but it's your body sending you a message that you should go take care of something, which I did not do. Yeah, but some, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just men. We're just idiots. Because well, sometimes I get a pain and I'm like, ah, it's just, a, you know, one of them random pains. Like, that just comes and goes. Like, I just ignore it. It's all right. I think that's fair. I think I think the toxic masculinity culture thing is a big part of it. I think that is relevant. <sighs> Because I don't, you know, I never, no one ever told me that <laughs> feeling pain is like not manly. Like that was uh, never something that was said, but I guess maybe I absorbed it from somewhere. All media of man- or something. I think, I think honestly, all of toxic masculinity is never taught. It's just culture. Yeah. Like they don't teach you culture. You just grow up around it. it. Yeah. And then you see how the other men act. You see, again, our movies and stuff. Mm. This actually, I have uh, another applicable story. Um, can you give me the end of any sort of Kumite movie? So a Jean-Claude Van Damme, he goes to a fighting tournament, the last yeah. fight. Can you summarize the last fight? What happens in the last fight? He gets his ass beat and he's bleeding and yep. bruised and broken and then summons some demon from another dimension and wins. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So would you like to know the real version that I went through? Of that course, you got your ass beat and died. No, no. I, so I was trying to get into the, the <laughs> nationals in Canada. I was trying to go to the, the Olympics, basically. Yeah. So I'd won essentially half of Canada. <laughs> I needed to win. Nice. I needed to win the other half. So I defeated Canada. I, I was, the French half or the, the English I, half. I, I the, French the half. English half yeah. is not so good. <laughs> yeah. The French half is actually way better at judo. <laughs> um, so I'm in this judo tournament and... Uh, I'm judo's a lot of grabbing onto the collars and stuff. And this guy takes two of my fingers and bends them backwards. So he breaks my little finger and I think he like messed up the next one. So little fingers hurt. Yeah. So what do I do? I've seen a lot of movies in my life. I'm like, tape it up. I'm going back in. Yeah. Which is the end of every movie I've ever seen. (laughs) And how do you win? You win with your heart. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not how much you've trained or how much it's your belief in yourself. And I believe in myself. And so, um, I am crying at this point. (laughs) So they tape, I tape up my fingers and I go back in three seconds for the guy to win. Because yeah, you can't do judo with only one hand. And he just like ripped me apart. And I, and I'm just lying on the ground going, oh, this was dumb. (laughs) <laughs> and then that's the end of my judo career. Yeah. I'm walking off the mats. I'm just bawling my eyes out. I'm trying not to let anyone see because I still have all the toxic masculinity and stuff. Just, yeah. just tears running down my face. And I'm I'm like telling myself it's just because it hurts my hand. I'm just like, no, my 
my dreams have all <laughs> ended. <laughs> but that is the realistic version of the end of that story is you, something bad happens. You do not, you know, power through. You don't power through. Yeah. Like you, bleeding from my ears and my eyes. I'm yeah, still going to win. You just get your ass kicked. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering, I have tons and tons of stories about getting hurt, but it's all judo stuff. But I was wondering, like, what do you think is the most pain you felt at one time? Physical. Oh, physical, like <laughs> Not the emotional. worst. No, <laughs> I don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> oh, that's actually, yes, that's the callus of yeah. your heart. The callus of my heart, yeah. the the It's like, like chicken gristle in there. No. But um, I think the worst physical pain I've ever been in was uh, a kidney stone. Oh, I've never had one. Oh, my God. I... Oh, I thought a broken bone, like a broken bone was the worst pain I'd ever had until I got a kidney stone. Did you, what bro- bone did you break? Um, I've broken my, um, my, both my feet, like metatarsals in both my feet. How did you do um, that? Um, I actually don't even know. <laughs> oh no, that's and, so much worse. Well, and I just kept walking around as well, like making it swell up and get worse. Yeah. And I'm like, it'll go away, it'll go away, until I could barely walk. And then I finally went to the doctor, and he went, "Yeah, you've broken your bones." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> he said, be, "Where it is, you can't do anything." So he just gave me some crutches and said, "Just keep yeah, it just, off just the ground." Be easy on yeah. it. Yeah, I, I've broken most of my toes. Um, I think I've broken toes, but I've never done anything about it. Well, there's nothing you can do. You can't put a little yeah. cast on it or anything. So it's just, yeah. So just, I just carried on with my day. The best you could do is just tape it up. I actually, um, I broke my little toe in a judo practice and then I just put on some really tight shoes and I heard this and I was like, oh, it's back in place now. <laughs> Great. I've never dislocated anything. That's one thing. The other thing I broke was my forearm. I fell out of a tree. <sighs> Did that hurt? And, uh, that must have hurt. Yeah, the but... The bone break doesn't like, hurt. It's all the muscles it. around it and stuff that hurt. Yeah, I don't really remember it hurting. It was more like... Like a quick snap of pain, yeah, and then I was just like, "Oh, that hurts!" Like, the, the, like that kind of like, yeah. "Oh, that hurts!" And I wasn't like crying, dying. I was just like, "Oh, it really hurts!" Oh, oh, that yeah, that hurts. <laughs> this, this sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was a bit nutty as a kid. I used to do mad shit, and like this is before I even knew about. Well, I think even before Jackass existed, me and my friends used to like try and do dumb shit. Like, oh, look at that hedge. We're gonna jump through it. Oh my! I did that. My, and then in, yeah, in, you, in, you generally what? don't because all the fucking wood inside of it stops you. <laughs> so I had a friend who was insane, and he and I used to try to jump through hedges. Yeah. When and, we're about 16, this is when we started drinking, and you get drunk uh, and walk around outside in the middle of winter in Canada yeah. and then jump through people's hedges. Yeah. But this dude was no, psycho. I was younger than that. He used to break into people's house and take a shower and leave. Oh, my God. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't steal anything or anything. He no, The worst thing he shower. did was basically just take a shower, use their towels, and then get out. That's so weird. It's like, why? Why? And he's like, this drill, man. I've used their shower and they, there's nothing they can, they can never like undo that. Mm. No, I loved it. We used to go cliff jumping in Cyprus. I think I must have been about 12 or 13. And uh, I, I there think... was, there were cliffs and they were like, I don't know, 20, 25 meters. And we were just like, yep. 
<laughs> we stopped because one of our friends actually hit a rock in the water and ripped his nipple off. <laughs> yeah, and then and then our parents found out what we were doing. Yeah, because obviously <laughs> now we got to take kids to the hospital. Yeah, do you know that um, platypuses don't have yeah. nipples? They sweat milk. Uh, they're the weirdest things. Platypuses are some of the weirdest animals on the planet. Yeah. I read that this morning. That's weird that you brought up nipples. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is just Can a I little aside fact. Platypuses couldn't rip a nipple off while cliff jumping. Yeah, they but can. If they if they did do it, they would start sweating milk. And the males are venomous? Yeah. Only the males, not the females. Only the males. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, um, so kidney stone. Kidney stone. So... <laughs> I had a slight pain in my stomach and I thought it was trap wind or something. And it was, it was while I was in Japan. In fact, it wasn't long after I moved here, maybe mm-hmm. like a year and a half. And I put it down to the change in diet. Like, yeah, because my diet changed a lot living here. I just embraced Japanese food and because a lot of people complain that it's expensive to live here, but it's, people that can't let their old ways go oh they're buying basically import food all the time yeah, yeah and trying silly. to make western style foods and i'm like that shit is so expensive just yeah. eat japanese shit eat, eat local foods wherever yeah. you are no i agree with that there's a lot of people come here and they lose a lot of weight yeah well it was me too um and then I, I put that down to why i got the kidney stone and uh so anyway i thought it was trap wind and i, I was like ah, i'll be all right i was getting ready for work and it was slightly getting worse. I was like, I just need to fart. I just need to fart, burp. And I was walking to work. My walk to work was about 30 minutes then because I lived much further away. Mm. And as I was walking to work, the pain was getting worse and worse. Like every step, like every step, I was just like, oh, like someone just digging a knife inside <laughs> me. By the time I got to work, I just dropped on the floor. Like as I wa- entered the building. So, and my school director was sat at the, in the office and she just saw me and I just went, I need help. I need an ambulance in the hospital. But yeah, she was freaking the fuck out. And I was like, uh, uh, So you're, uh, you're on the ground basically, yeah? Like I was is, on the ground. Is that, that's yeah. real. Real. I, so, I couldn't, I don't know how I got there. Your director, like the, the pain, boss, whatever. She's, she's probably a Japanese lady who's probably like 5'5". Five, yeah. five. Yeah. This was actually something that came up uh, when I did the health checks. Is mm. the first time I did them, I because you don't eat in the morning, and then they take your blood. So I felt yeah. really faint. And then she's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, uh, "I'm just let me lie down for a minute. I'll be fine." Then the next year, I came back and I was like, "You know what? We should just do this with me lying down, just in case." And she was like, "Great," because if you fell on the floor, I could not pick you up. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "That is something I had not thought about." She's like, "I would have to just leave you on the floor until you could get up by yourself again." Uh, but you're bigger than me, so I'm like a little Japanese lady is not picking you up anytime soon. No, She's just like no, put a no mat way. over top of you. And... <laughs> I'll just give him a blanket; it'll be yeah. fine. He'll get up. Eventually. Don't don't put a mat on a mat. All right, <laughs> it's like an unspoken rule. Like we freak out. So, what we do the doctors do for that? Well, so I think in the end. I think she called my wife. Oh. And I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, okay. So my wife came and I got in the car and we went to the the doctor's clinic near my parents-in-law house because he's an internal doctor. Mm. And he looked at me and he went, oh, I think it's two things. 
one of them is very bad. The other one, not so bad. <laughs> but didn't say anything other than that. And so then just, just gonna he, let you worry he called an ambulance. Yeah, and I was just like, what the fuck? I am in so much pain. Oh my God, don't tell me something like that. Hmm. But then an ambulance came and then they, they did a, a, a check and they're like, oh, you got kidney stone. Okay. And I was like, oh. It made me, but then I was like, I'm going to have to piss it out. And they went, eh, we're giving you some medicine. Hopefully it'll dissolve. Oh, yeah, because I read they had a sonic thing they could do now. and it would like, Oh, to break it up. It would basically blow it up in your body, which I was like, that is freaky. But um, the, the, the weirdest part about this whole story that's not even pain-related is that the doctor that ended up checking me at the hospital I went to hmm. was one of my students. That's kind of cool. At the school. Yeah, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. And then... She was like, oh, God, are you okay? And I'm like, no. She don't know. Yeah, actually, no. <laughs> don't know why I asked that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the hospital right now, so. And, uh, that, like, a while later at a school party, I remember they were getting drunk, and the first thing the SD asked that student at the party was, when Matt went to the hospital, did you see his dick? <laughs> <laughs> and I it was is... like, oi! <clears throat> It is the most. She, she said, "I can't say because I'm a doctor." Oh. And then winked, and I was like, "Oh, you, what? The wink? What is this?" Yeah, <laughs> but the wink, the wink actually is a good thing. Yeah, because no, if it was it. like teeny tiny, she would have done something else. She would have been like, <laughs> "You know, I saw it." <laughs> yeah, little finger prawn. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Uh, that was fun, but that was the worst pain, man. Oh my god, I have two. I have. Yeah. It's either my balls or my hand. Which would oh. you like to hear about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me about your balls, Peter. It is, I think I've told you this story, but I don't know the listeners maybe have not have heard it. It's in Montana El Diablo uh, yes. as one of the side bits. I okay. was in a judo practice and I must have been hitting the balls. I'm like there's a, th- a throw called Uchimata, which I might edit into this, uh, where your leg goes up in between and off their balance. It's like a, a, a fulcrum and it flips. Oh, over. okay. Yeah, uh, I think a guy did that to me poorly and just kicked me in the balls. But it, during the adrenaline meant I didn't feel anything. So I took a shower. Uh-huh. So that's probably like 15, 20 minutes later, I took a shower. And then I, I got my clothes on and I was walking home. So we're talking like 20, 30 minutes later. And I just yeah. stop and I go. <gasps> oh, like, like it was like delayed pain. It felt like I had been hit in the balls 30 minutes right later. Right then. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> I had, can turn left and go home or turn right and go to the hospital. So I was like, I'm going to go to the hospital. I went to the hospital and I remember the lady saying like, what's your name? I'm like, my name's Peter. She's like, do you have your like health insurance card? And I give her what I can. She goes, what's your postal code or something? And I look, I just look at her and went, my balls. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I'm like, my balls. Like I, I, I didn't have numbers in my head anymore. I don't, I don't know my phone number or my postal code or anything. Like I, my balls hurt. <laughs> And I, I understand though. I've yeah. got, I had a ball experience too. Yeah, um, but I'm just like, it. she's talking to me. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm in the emergency room for a reason. There's nothing left up here. It's all down there. So then the doctor, they, they put me in like a little bed and the doctor's like, hey, take off your pants. And uh, I take, I start to pull my pants down and he, he had a reaction. So he went, the doctors are not supposed to do this. He went like, ooh. No. ooh. ooh. So... It was just balls. Uh, the testicle sack was black and swollen. Now it's about two, three times bigger than it should be. Oh, God. And he goes, okay, again, good news and bad news. Good news is 
this is all corpuscles and stuff, and they've all burst. So it, it means uh, it's going to heal up fine. So that's good. Yep. You're going to be fine. Uh, the bad news is it's going to hurt <laughs> for a long time. So eventually it's just a big bruise. This is when uh, the drugs they gave me, the pain medicine, started to kick in, and it was really, really strong. So I was all looping. Yeah. And he looks at me, he goes, uh, this is a, this, this, I oh, forget the phrasing. It was like this kind of traumatic incidence is very rare. Trauma? He used the word trauma. This kind of specific trauma is very, very rare. Would it be mm. okay if I brought some of the nurses in or some of the other doctors into the workout? <laughs> and I'm on drugs. I'm like not feeling any pain. Now. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I'm lying in a bed with my pants down and a t-shirt on. So just like a, this band, it's like the opposite of a censorship bar. Yeah. And the nurses come in and they go, oh, and they make those sort of concerned sounds. And then they go like, does it hurt? And I'm like, well, not right now because I'm on drugs. And uh, then they move on. And then it took me forever to realize it's been like two hours and groups of two, three people going through. I think the whole hospital came to look at my balls. Yeah, I bet. Like, are you going to see these? Oh my God, this is what? ridiculous what this dude did to his ball. <laughs> so then I, but I went back to that hospital for like three more years because I was still at university and yeah. got really good service. They're always like, it's the ball guy. It's the ball guy. He's a hero now. He's, he's really nice. On the wall. My <laughs> judo teacher, pictures of your balls on the wall. No, my judo teacher's knee is in a medical journal. Really? Yeah, because the surgery was so rare. He'd done so much damage to it that they, wow. they like reconstructed it and they took pictures the whole time and all that's in a medical volume somewhere, which is neat. Crazy. Have you ever been hurt and like followed the the like my, with my eye you're just like okay it'll just get better i'm not going to do anything and then you realized it was way worse the hesitation no. Means no. <laughs> yeah no i don't think so usually I, if i ignore the pain it goes away mm. and then it does i don't know i'm pretty good at i think after 40 years on this earth i'm good at knowing when a pain is a real pain uh, when i need to get a pain looked at yeah i can't i can't tell the difference anymore I I feel like I've got that down now, especially like with the the weight training. Ah, uh, weight training because you get you, you get a lot of pain. You get yeah, like sometimes you get pain in the middle of a workout, and I've got really good at knowing whether oh that's just a bit cramp. I just need yeah. to stretch that out, or whether it's like oh no, I've twinged that. I'm gonna stop. I gotta stop now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have no, basically I been in low key pain for about thirty years. Well, I mean, me too, because of my height. Like, the world isn't built for me. And, like, even in the UK, like, I had trouble with everything being too low. Yeah. So I've had back pain since I was a teenager. Yeah. And in Japan, it's just amplified. Yeah. Because I, I'm in, everything's too low, and it, also the doors. Yeah, so the doors. Everything. So on the train, the bar for the door, I'm 184 centimeters, and the bar is set at 180. So if yeah. I'm not careful, it's just, it's not that I hit my head. I just ding the top. Yeah. It makes me, as I walk out. See, whereas I fucking smack it. And yeah. Like I told you the other day, actually, didn't I? I mentioned like I hit my head so hard on a door frame the other day. I cut the top of my head. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's messed up. And sometimes I hit my head so hard. I feel like a crunk down my spine. I'm just like, oh, uh, no, no, I know that feeling. My whole body hurts. When you feel, yes. Cause it, it like, it like vibrates through your body. Yeah, or like you hit it at the perfect angle for it to just all compress. And no, it sucks. So yeah, I mean, I think a level of constant pain is normal in my life too. Mm. But so, yeah, I've just gotten again. So now I just assume it. it'll, it's going to get better because most of them do. 
Yeah. It turns out, because um, when they were looking at my knees, that I've chipped my bone in my knee in it. So there's a floater and it's calcified. Ah. So it's a little ball. So I can't sit in kneeling position anymore with my right knee because it won't close. It really starts to hurt. But yeah, I I, the doctor was like, uh, going in there and digging it out is not really worth it. And you have yeah. full range of motion, basically. So we're not going to do anything. I was like, so, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I get it. Like getting it out is probably going to cause more yeah. danger. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to, to, to realize like there's bits of my body floating around my body. And it's. But fun. like, like you've got tattoos as well, right? I have so. a tattoo on my shoulder and my back. I don't have like you do. You have, you have like all over your legs and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I find like people like, oh, the pain. I'm like, it's not that bad. I was but again, I don't know if that's me because it can't just be me. There's plenty of people that get them. Yeah. But then I wonder if some people like are in constant agony getting them, but they want it for a reason. Well, there's there's people Whereas... who with like low pain tolerance. You hear about them just quitting, like halfway yeah. through a tattoo, they quit. So I got out on my shoulder, which is muscly, and I got out on my back. It's not a tramp stamp. Um, <laughs> I got my... I got it, I got one on my lower back before tramp stamps were a thing, and like a year later, tramp stamps got top popular, and I was like, oh fuck. shit. But, um, just don't wear a thong you'd be alright I got them on no I always wear a thong uh, I got them <laughs> I got them on meaty parts which I my understanding is that the meaty bits hurt less yes no absolutely whereas f- my first choice for a tattoo placement was on my inner arm right right up near my armpit and the tattoo artist was like you've literally chosen one of the most painful places to get yeah. a tattoo and I was like well that's where I want it so yeah, let's, let's do go. it and it was generally fine, like towards the elbow and in the middle. But yeah, as it got up towards the armpit, I was like, mm. oh, "That's rough." Okay. <laughs> Do you... But um, on the foot, yeah, she said this will hurt, but it actually just felt like a like a deep scratch. Okay. <laughs> the one on my back, it took a, it didn't take that long because it's just writing, but it didn't. I started to sweat at near the end, but it's I think it's because it was constant. But it didn't, uh, I didn't. I never like twitched or like I was never at any point like oh never this is, moving yeah yeah it was fine yeah I never and the same with my leg and, stuff, and the tattoo like, needles are now so advanced like they don't so break advanced. the skin much anymore no like, like I did yeah my like first they're one. dragging it along but it's so fine and so fast it is just it's not dragging the skin it's like moving and piercing it's they're amazing because I did my shoulder when I was eighteen and there was blood but it wasn't much and then now you can see them do it there's hardly any at all. Hardly any blood, yeah. No, I, I didn't bleed at all. I don't remember any blood. The only coloring I saw was the coloring of the ink. Yeah. Yeah, I was super impressed with, with that. I, um, I'm glad I found the artist I did. Huh. And then piercings. I went through a lot of piercings when I was a kid. Like, I, um, I got, got my uh, eyebrow done, and I was mm. like, that's fine. I got my nose done a couple of times, that's fine. I never got any um, piercings because you have to take them out for judo anyway. So I just didn't ever. Yeah. But I, I was piercings. So I went through my youth was tattoos were cool and then piercings were cool. And then branding was cool for like, uh-huh, uh, branding, six yeah. months. And I was yeah. like, branding seems like a step beyond. That seems like a lot to me. Scarification is a lot yeah. popular now too. Yeah. No, that's too much for me. Like even piercing. I was like, I like the look of piercing, but I would never do it to myself. <laughs> When I was when I was eighteen, I went to the the piercing place to get my lip done. I wanted the middle at the bottom of my lip done, mm. 
And the guy was like, I actually don't have any of those barbells in right now. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, well, I'm here and I want a piercing. So he's like, I could do your tongue. And I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't prepared for the aftermath of that. Oh, so you t- um, your whole tongue swells up, yeah? Yeah, like, so um, what what they have to do, I didn't think about it. And he has these forceps that mm. are like... Um, like they're they're rounded so there's a gap in the middle or the top and the bottom and he just fucking grips your tongue and he has to really grip it because you're going to pull move. your tongue back yeah yeah so and i was like oh! Oh! but he did it really fast he was a really professional like bang and pierced and then they go and i was just like oh! and yeah my tongue oh fuck i couldn't eat anything for like a couple of days it's just soup and then I had chicken soup, and that was a mistake because there were bits in it. And I was uh, kept thinking that the bits were my piercing that I was swallowing. Yep. I have a friend who, I think it was his wisdom teeth he got out, but his tongue got swollen. So they, they freeze your whole mouth. And he okay. was he, they went to Subway afterwards, and he was eating. He's like, this is a really chewy, chewy piece of meat. He was chewing his own tongue. Oh. So when the, the, the like anesthesia wore off, his tongue was all chewed up. He was like, he said there was no pain worse than chewing your own tongue. <laughs> oh God, I'm wincing right uh, now. It's it's awful. Like just hearing it, like you don't even have to think about it too much because you just no, kind of know oh, how much that must hurt. Yeah, because you bite your tongue and you're just like, oh, like it's like it's worse than getting punched in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. It's yeah, punch in the face is nothing <laughs> compared to that. That's nothing. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, but pain, I don't know. Like I have a weird relationship with it cuz I I think I think pain is good and I think that people shouldn't shy away from it. No, I think, I think pain management is part of life. Yeah, uh, but people that are scared of doing something because there could be pain, it's yeah, but pain's pain isn't going to kill you. It's ignoring the pain yeah, signals yeah. that might. And there's nothing wrong with experiencing pain. I think it's beneficial. So I'm one I of those people too. who like, you know, your kids should hurt themselves. Is, is I, I agree. My kids, yeah, my, and I, I guess it's a mother's. Well, you don't want them. I don't want them heart. to go through life being scared of feeling pain. So like my kids would cut themselves and then no reaction. Like, no, ah! like there's very Japanese or not Japanese, just moms, I guess. Moms, they freak yeah. out. Whereas I was like, oh, you cut yourself. Let's go pick oh. out a Band-Aid. Oh, and you got to yeah. push down on it to make sure. And it just really calm. Like, because again, they're not going to die from a little cut. No. Um, recently, I cut the top off my thumb, just tiny, tiny. But it was a slice, not a, not a. I guess like a nick. Yeah, you took it off. Yeah, the, the a little circle came off, not a yeah. slice. I guess slice is a straight line, and slices heal better. But because there was nothing to hold on to, so I'm I'm like holding it down, and I'm bleeding a lot, but it's not that bad. And I'm yeah. telling my son, like, can you get a band aid? And he took so much time. <laughs> and I was like, I've, got, I've gone too far the other way. He's just not concerned about this at all. I'm like, I'm pouring blood into the sink right now. Like, he's just like, can you get something to help me staunch the bleeding, please? And he's like, oh, trying to get the box open. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot. But no, um, yeah, so in summary, pain is good. Yeah, I think so. But don't ignore it, people. Go to the doctor. Do you have. Uh, because my hand, I, have you ever burned yourself? Uh, yes, with all kinds of things. Oh, Fire, no. Fire, oil, water. Oh, oil's bad. Oil's one of those when ones, if you, if you get oil on and you try to flush it off with water, it pushes it deeper into your skin. Yeah, no, it's bad. 
Oil. What was the worst burn? The worst burn was an iron. Oh, like like a, for clothes. Yeah. It fell on my on my foot oh, when Jesus. I was a kid. Your feet yeah. have gotten it. My feet have gotten it. That's a like lot. two, three big foot as well, right? Yeah, my yeah. feet are huge, and they've kind of always been. They stick out a lot. <laughs> it's why, again, I I bash my feet so much. Because yeah. <laughs> I God. do. My roommate in university put on oil to make French fries and walked out and took a phone call, and then I come in and the kitchen's on fire. So oh, I fuck. grab the pot. And so you can imagine holding the handle of the pot. Some of the yeah. oil splashed out onto sort of my knuckle. Yeah. Right. And so I take the pot outside so that it's, if it just keeps burning, it's not going to burn anything. And then I put out what little fire was in the actual kitchen. And then uh, then I realize some oil has dropped on the floor and I've stepped in it. So the top oh. of my hand and the bottom of my foot have been burned with oil. So yeah. I put my hand in the freezer and I fill up the sink with water and I have my foot in the sink. <laughs> and then my girlfriend calls me and she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just standing with my foot in the sink and my hand in the freezer. And she knew yeah. me well enough to know that like it's a joke, but I'm also actually doing that. <laughs> She's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, I've, I've burned myself. But if I take my hand out of the freezer, it immediately starts to like feel like it's on fire again. So I just stick it back yeah, in. Yeah. So she came and she took me to the hospital. Um, but she said while I was in the car... I was making jokes the whole time. And she goes, you know, you don't have to make jokes. And I'm like, I'm just trying to distract myself. <laughs> this isn't for you. This is, I'm just trying to say shit to keep my mind occupied. Because yeah. there's a second degree burn, which apparently is the more painful one. Oh, really? Well, third is it hits the nerves and the nerves get burned and you don't feel it. So like isn't, I, isn't the degree to do with like the coverage over your body? No. I don't, I don't no, know. No, it's the severity of the burn. Because then they, they, they say second degree burns over 80% of your body. Second degree is how bad it is. It's, like it, so how far how, down how the deep, skin yeah. is it's gone. Because oh, if it's okay. a third degree burn, you actually don't feel anything. Because, oh, because it's just destroyed all the nerve endings. It, everything's been burned. So it's yeah. just gone. So second degree hurts. Like first degree hurts. Second degree hurts more. Um, and I got this like massive blister on my hand and stuff, but doctors had actually healed up real good. So, well, nice. Well, that's good. Anyways. Yes. Uh, I have a, a weird relationship with pain. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out cause I, I figure now every injury going forward is going to be worse cause I'm old. So I have to be really careful, but I don't know how to deal with that cause I've spent my whole life being a tough dude. Yeah. And that, I think I got to stop that. <laughs> It'd be more oh, take care of myself more. Yes. I just remembered another burn I got, a friction burn. Ooh. You know that like fake uh like grass stuff that you can like like sometimes they have it on hillsides here and you can like slide down it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what you call it. It's like fake snow, I it's guess. It's like astroturf but not. Yeah, it's stiffer than yeah. that. So there's a, a park in in town here where you can get a, a sled and just slide down this thing and the kids run up and go down it and yeah um <clears throat> when my daughter my youngest daughter was younger she wanted to do it um and then she she got on one and i was like i will go next to you and we'll do it together hmm. but she she went off first and was like screaming and i was like fuck and i like dived down to get her <laughs> and uh, i went down this thing and my my t-shirt rode up and i got this friction burn down my side mm -hmm. holy shit that hurt that is a lot yeah friction burns yeah. are bad 
That hurt. I, I, yeah, I was thinking about burns. Oh, yeah, friction. Yeah. Yeah, because you get a lot of little friction burns in judo just from like mat burn and stuff. But yeah, I bet. Uh, when you're new, you have no calluses. So uh, I've, I've, I had a friend who joined and he's like his third or fourth week. He had his first like actual tough fight and all the skin on your first knuckle comes off. Uh, and then he's like, oh, Outside yeah. Outside knuckle. Yeah, because yeah, you're grabbing onto the judo suit. And, so uh, and then the, I guess you're like pulling in, yeah, right? Up and, and down and around and stuff. So the yeah. first knuckles actually get burned. So if you, a, a guy who punches, the knuckles on the top of his fist will get really big and callous. Yeah. A judo dude, it's his front knuckles are going to look really fat. The ones nearer the nails. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay. I don't know. Yeah, people, yeah. people who are looking on, on Twitch can actually see my knuckles are bigger in the front a little bit. Yeah, no, they are. You're right. I noticed. Know. Yeah, that's just callous. Yeah. But um, so I just looked at him and went, oh, tonight's shower is going to suck, but no context. And he's like, what? I was like, mm, y- you'll know. And then he goes into the shower. Know. As soon as the water hits his hands, he's like, oh, fuck, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's nothing you can do about it. So you just got to take it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because like with the weightlifting I do, I get calluses on the inside yeah. palm knuckle, like the, the opposite to punching one. Yeah. So I, that's, yeah. that's, I used to, I, I get that when I do chin-ups really regularly. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I can't wear my wedding ring. I had to put it on like a chain and wear it around my <laughs> neck. Yep. I've had that as well. 